Welcome to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Now put aside everything you think you know about business practices today and stay right here for the next hour as you're sure to find some surprises and wisdom to help you play the business game right. Now, here is your host, Peter Feinstein. Welcome to another episode of Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. This show takes on life and business one rule at a time. No posers here, just people who have, uh, who have lived it and proved it and, uh, and really do it on a day-to-day basis. Today's is uh, a show all about movement. Um, I think I would, uh, I would pose it as a question um, for my listeners and say, why does how you move matter? So, I mean, think about it. You're a gym rat. You go to group fitness classes once a week, you lift weights, you're doing CrossFit or kickboxing or Zumba, maybe you spin. I spin um, pretty much every week. And you feel like you're kicking ass, taking names, and you know what? Congratulations, you and I are in uh, very similar boats. But now sit down, and I want you to listen to one of the smartest dudes that I know um, who uh, understands fitness and uh, the benefits of movement and not just not just moving um, but really systematic movement my guest this week is brandon harris he's made humongous shifts in his fitness and how he trains and how he coaches others to get fit and stay fit and we're going to spend an hour talking with him, learning some of the things that he's come across and has integrated into his teaching fitness and how he help, helps keep himself fit. Just a little bit about Brandon so that you're aware of the expertise and all that he's done. Um, the first thing I can tell you is that Brandon and I have known, known each other for 10 years. Um, I came back from a surgery uh, where I had lost uh, an astounding amount of, uh, of body muscle and tone, and, uh, and he helped me regain strength and stamina and, uh, and has, been, uh, has been a personal fitness coach and guru for me uh, for all that time. Um, Brandon is a movement coach and co-founder and co-owner of Premier Fitness Systems in Scottsdale, Arizona. He works with the NFL and PGA, LPGA, UFC, and Major League Baseball athletes, as well as regular folk like me. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty cool deal. What he does is he seeks to enhance the performance of every single person that he works with with intelligent movement. Uh, Brandon founded Premier Fitness Systems in 2010 with his best friend, Greg McLean. His passion is movement and believes that the quality of movement is just as essential to our quality of life as the quality of our nutrition. And uh, rather than having me go on and on about all that Brandon has and knows and does, um, welcome to the show, Brandon. Yeah, this is uh, this is really cool. I'm very honored and and uh, yeah, kind words. And I would say the same thing back to you, Peter. You're one of the smartest guys I know. So this is uh, an honor. Well, yeah, but the the pleasure is uh, the pleasure is truly mine. And I'm I'm excited to have you here. And uh, it's great uh, great that we're local and can truly be in studio together on this. Um, 
You know, I try to start each show helping my listeners get a feel for uh, the personality and the person. And uh, so, you know, one of the questions that uh, that usually comes to mind, and it's actually something that one of my one of my listeners asked me very first, or said, "Hey, if I'm going to listen, what I really want to know is, I mean, what influenced your your guest? What what are their influences?" And so I would I would turn that to you and say, um, you know. Fill us in. I mean, who are the influences in your life? Yeah, so I think there's there's definitely been a been a few, been a bunch. Been very very fortunate, and very blessed to have good people in my life, including yourself. Um, but professionally, if we start there, I'd have to say Bruce Lee, and and then Ido Portal. So they're they're two very different people, but very unique people in their own right, and they've had a huge influence on me from a fitness standpoint. Yeah. Tell, tell me about, about Bruce Lee's influence. Yeah, so Bruce Lee is, uh, everybody knows Bruce Lee for mm-hmm. the most part, right? And you think about what he accomplished in such a, a short period of time. I think he passed away at like 35, 36. I could be off. I don't, you know, don't know that exactly, but he was young. And you think about his, his influence on the world, uh, not just martial arts, but fitness and sure. really even um, philosophy. Um, so for me, I was, an, I was an athlete my whole life or for most of my life, right? And then I got to college and I had to call it quits and I had to, to look at just academics. And I was trying to find myself and figure out where I fit in. And I stumbled on a book by Bruce Lee. And that, that really had a, just a huge impact on the direction I took my life and my career and into fitness, into kinesiology, which is what I studied at ASU. Um, and I don't think I would have went that route if I wouldn't have found that book. That's amazing. So in one book, you have what essentially amounts to a left turn or a right turn from based on where on the trajectory you were headed. Yeah, it's it's Bruce Lee was I was I think what made him so unique was his philosophy, how he looked at at life, how he looked at the world, and how he looked at martial arts, and how he brought those things together. And I, I think he he changed martial arts and changed how we looked at even the Asian culture um, through his martial arts. And that, that for me just motivated me to get into martial arts, to get into fitness. Um, and yeah, I found, found my passion with that. So you were an athlete beforehand and then you got into fitness. So from the Bruce Lee philosophical impact, what was, I mean, he was the bridge. What was the content that he provided you that made it such a huge shift? I, th- I think I was in college, right? Like I said, I was in college, and I think I just didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. And uh, I played baseball and was hoping to play baseball in college, and that just didn't pan out. Um, so I was trying to figure out what to do with myself. And finding somebody that I already looked looked up to, but I, I liked the way he looked at life. I liked the way he looked at um, the philosophy and that that made me feel okay about how I looked at things because I aligned with that philosophy and then looking at how his Jeet Kune Do right was formed and how I saw similarities with exercise and fitness and really like now looking back looking back now like my my journey in fitness has changed so much so what it what it started back then to where it is now um, probably now it's I can even connect more dots with Bruce Lee and how he made changes and how he looked at maybe the traditional mar- martial arts and um, you know kind of question why they did things a certain way. Gotcha. Now 
I would be lying if I told you I was familiar with the second person that you uh, that you mentioned. So repeat his or her, and I'm, I'm sorry, his or her name, yeah. and, and then give us a sense of, of that person's influence as well and what they bring to, to Brandon. So Ido, Ido Portal, and Ido is I-D-O, Portal, P-O-R-T-A-L. I'm pretty sure that's how it's spelled. He's actually from Israel. Um, ah, okay. And he is a, he's a, a movement artist, movement coach, if you will. Uh, most people would know one of his... Uh, students i guess is conor mcgregor oh who's a ufc yeah. fighter right and so ito ito portal is is a movement coach um but also a philosopher in his own rights and i think he is um really really pushing the boundaries of what is what is movement or what is fitness or how do we look at exercise and um he's had a huge huge impact on my direction and, and really probably a, a paradigm shift in how i look at training and fitness that's uh that's that's amazing that one person can have uh that deep an influence almost um to the same extent as bruce lee um but it's like when the student is ready the teacher appears type of a situation for sure yeah that's really cool that's really cool um so if um if there was uh if there was one thing you wish you knew when you were 25 that you know today, and you can take your time, um, what do you think, I mean, is, is there anything that immediately springs to mind that you said, yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I wish I hadn't done it this way. I yeah. wish I had done it this. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things, right? I, I think when I hear that question, I think, I almost don't wanna give an answer because I feel like what I did is what got me where I am. Right, so the the mistakes I made uh-huh. have a huge have had a huge impact on who I am today, you know. So I don't know if I would take anything back or I, I, right, you know. It's what I the mistakes I made when I was in my twenties led me to where I am now. So I'm 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 good with that. I love contentment. Right, contentment is a, is is a really powerful thing, and it's something where I think a lot of people. Um, they underestimate it and uh, and they resent their past or maybe they regret their past. So it's uh, it's actually kind of cool to hear you at peace with it and uh, and and not being all kind of like, yeah, man, if I had known this, I would be here today instead of where I'm at. Right. And so that's uh, that's really cool. Um, you know, a question before we head into our break. Um, and this may be a really big picture. Um, but where, and, and maybe it was with Ido Portal, but I have a feeling it may have come before that. But um, where did you first learn the principles of moving you're, the, you're now teaching? It's, uh, yeah, a life, lifelong journey. Um, and I think for me, I'll back up a little bit more because I, I was hurt. So I had been, I've dealt with back issues since I was really a kid. Yep. And, and never got good answers on why, I was having these these issues, these problems, and um, from being a decent athlete when I was younger to up into college to about four years ago, um, being told I would need back surgery, and I was you know in my in my gym knocked out on the floor, couldn't move. I th- I'd throw my back out, <sighs> and anybody that's had you know injuries and has dealt with stuff, it's horrible, right? Back back pain is you know horrible. Any pain is horrible. Yeah, and so. Um, my, at my wife, 
Um, and mm-hmm. now my wife at the time, my girlfriend had to come pick me up and take me to, <sighs> to the doctor. Right. Yep. So I had to go and, and I mean, long story short, I was told I would need surgery. I was told I should get an epidural shot, but I asked why, like why, what's going on? I wanted to know why, cause I have a decent understanding of physiology and anatomy yeah. to say, well, you know, what's going on? And I, and I really wasn't given a good answer. So that, that got me asking why. And I dove into read everything I could about back health. I started watching YouTube videos. I started to try to navigate through all the, the stuff that's out there. And, and I started to, to question how I moved or, and how I trained. And really that's what got me where I am today is asking why, why couldn't I do something? You know, why couldn't I get on the ground and move my hips? Or why couldn't I segment my spine? and starting to figure out how I could change those things. So long, long story short is I never had to get surgery. Um, and I feel better now at 36, 37 actually, 37, <laughs> I think about that, than I did at 20 because of these principles, because I, I deconstructed what was movement and I started to look at the foundations of movement and what I couldn't do. And I started to attack those things and build from from those positions and and now yeah i feel feel really good so the, the it's i think it's a really cool thing is is i'm the oldest i've ever been today but i feel <laughs> the best so we start to break down like what is fitness what is health why do we train and i think movement your movement intelligence or your movement capacity is is a really really important piece of that that most people don't address because they don't they don't understand it. They, it doesn't make sense to them, right? And you know what? We're going to come back um, right after a brief break, and we're going to talk about movement intelligence and the things that you can give some insight to. Uh, I think it's actually tremendously amazing that uh, you go from the question why and, uh, and you get so many answers that you actually end up improving all aspects of your health. I mean, what a, what a powerful approach to life. And sometimes the question why uh, is, is one of the most difficult questions to ask, and it's even sometimes more challenging to hear the answers. Uh, but it's really great that, that you've gotten that. We're going to take a couple-minute break and um, maybe get a cup of coffee because it's still pretty early in the morning. And, uh, and we'll be back in two minutes with more Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, 
Call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week, Brandon Harris, movement expert, uh, physical trainer, coach. Um, you know what? Just uh, a guy at peace with uh, how he moves and the way he teaches people to move. So we were coming, uh, coming out of the first segment talking about um, movement intelligence, and I could see the passion uh, that you were bringing to that, and um, I want to I want to transmit that passion to everyone who's listening now. So, what's the first step listeners should think about taking in order to become healthier? I think the, the we want to keep it simple, and the first step that I would encourage people to do is is pick up some type of meditation, meditational practice, and breathing practice, which seems maybe very different from movement, but when you think about it, breathing is movement, right? And that's that's part of this is that yeah. we're so programmed to think that that fitness is at the gym. And that's okay, it's part of it. But really we're in a con- we, we're in a constant state of moving if you think of breathing as moving, you're moving air, your lungs are moving, but most of us don't ever focus on that. So that's probably the first step. And maybe the maybe the easiest, maybe not. I guess it depends on the person. But but take time throughout the day to actually breathe and focus on your breathing. Um, and then past that, I would say it's it's move a lot more rather than think you got to go to the gym. So we're we're shifting the paradigm here. We're you know picking a new dogma, if you will. Uh huh. Um, in that the the gym, the three hours a week, the hour at a time yep. is not enough. So you're better off getting up throughout the day, standing up, you know, doing some neck circles. If you work in an office building, walk up and down the stairs, do a couple squats, just move more. And that's really the shift in that paradigm is to think that it's not the, you know, the doctor prescribes, you need to hit the gym for, you know, an hour at a time, three days a week. That's still fine. That's okay. But the bigger picture is to move more. And if you think about how that will add up over the course of a year, it, you're 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 gonna get way more out of that than your intense beat yourself up at the gym a couple of days a week, right? So it can be a part of it still, but it's it's yeah. a, it's it's a big shift. It's walk your dog. It's 
you know, get up from your desk, do some hip circles, move your hips, right? There's all of these little things that you can do. And when you embrace that, it, it, it's significant. Tell me a little bit about breathing because it's something where, I mean, we do it involuntarily. And so you're right. We're, we're constantly in motion on some level. Um, what you're talking about is conscious breathing. So, I mean, any tips or um, any, uh, any insights on what that feels like or what, what someone should expect it to feel like? Yeah, what's, what's funny, right, is I remember you, right, this was a few years ago, <laughs> yeah. giving me advice in this, and actually it really resonated with me, is that when you're meditating, you're breathing, it's not, I think a lot of people think it's about quieting their mind, when that's maybe eventually you get there to a certain degree, yeah. but it's more of just being aware mm -hmm. of your breath yep. and taking some time to just allow it to happen, right? And you're going to have thoughts are going to pop up into your head. That's okay. When I first started to embrace the idea of meditation, I thought I needed to have a quiet mind. And that's not really what it's about, right? And that no. was really wise words from you is that it's, you have to accept your thoughts. That's you. That's who you are. And then you just kind of let them, let them go. So, so breathing to me is just slowing down and being aware of yourself and what's going on. And, and if you, it's amazing how just some awareness of moving air, if you will, can, can affect our physiology. And we live in a world where everything is so intense and we're constantly moving it, well, not moving, but we're, you know, going from place to place and we're in traffic and we're, we're yeah. being overstimulated that taking a little bit of time yep. to just be aware of breath can be so powerful. It's, um, I notice it myself and, um, and it's something where, um, in some of the people that I talk to, in addition to you, um, about breathing, it's one of these things where I don't think many people get a sense of what their breath feels like. And, uh, and I learned it from some amazing teachers um, in Tai Chi. And there's a specific practice called Tai Chi breathing. And, uh, and one of the things that I learned, and so when, when you and I were talking and your, you know, your idea and concept of paying attention to breathing came up, it was one of these things where I remembered um, that one of my teachers in Tai Chi said, there's a body of scientific evidence that says um, Tai Chi breathing or Tai Chi, tai chi type breathing um, actually will um, open your arteries or relax your veins. And so you actually can, can have better circulation. And I'm thinking it's like, okay, air and blood. <laughs> and, and the two don't compute to me to, to being together. Um, but that's, that's, again, one of those benefits where it's like, I, w I would have no idea that that was even out there. Um, yeah, so. I mean, there's probably no bigger way to affect your physiology than than good breath, good breathing. That's maybe the easiest place to start. Yeah, it, it's, it certainly is every moment. Um, I know that I don't do nearly enough of it because um, I think to myself, I don't have time to pay attention to my breathing. And, uh, and I think the truth is I probably don't have enough time to not be attentive yeah, to it. That's probably the better way to look at it. <laughs> yeah, there's a really interesting a gentleman by the name of Wim Hof. And for for the listeners out there, I'd, I'd say YouTube Wim Hof and look at 
there's a documentary done by Vice, and and it's a really it's really interesting. He's a little bit out there, but his he's the Ice Man, so he you know dives in ice and he has all these world records. But, oh. but everything he does is is uh, rooted in breathing. And I recently did a workshop of his, and that was pretty powerful. And what's cool about his stuff is it's it's kind of a a supercharged breathing method. It's a lot shorter. So for somebody that tends to, it has a hard time with meditation because it's just too much. I think Wim Hof is a good option. Okay, so that's something that people can definitely look up as a resource um, and and catch that on YouTube. I think that's a great idea. Um, what opportunities have you identified or can you give as pointers to listeners as additional ways they can move during the day? Yeah, so there's, there's all kinds of really cool technology um, from, you know, the iPhone and, and these apps that set reminders. I think, I think those are all very good options, timers to just remind you to get up and move. Um, but you know, most of us are at desks. Most of us, you know, are driving. I mean, even in a car, you can move your spine, and you can you can move your neck around, and you can do this stuff. And and the more you move, the more you become aware of what you need. So that's that takes a little bit of time, but I think that's a really really good goal for people to have is just to become connected to their body to a point where they know that hey, I've been sitting I've been sitting down for a while. I need to get up and I need to move my spine. And again, when you think about it, that's that shift is if my back feels a little restricted, I might get up and move my spine around and move some spinal articulations and some circles <laughs> and breathe, right? Bring, come back to breath and all of a sudden my back feels better. But we're so, we're so locked in to again, think fitness is the gym and fitness is, is, is hard, right? And the, it can be hard. You, you need stress to create change, but not all the time. And if you think going back to like the Nautilus, think of the Nautilus machines, right? We, we, I, I grew up in that culture, bodybuilding yeah. and Nautilus. And so we made, Nautilus created this circuit to make it easier, right? And by making it easier, we probably made it worse, right? To a certain degree, because we simplified it so much where people that had already these issues then sat down at machines and did exercises and, yep. you know, pumped the weights and, so it's it's again shifting shifting the the your mindset shifting the paradigm that to think about it a little bit different. So these little movements throughout the day, head circles, neck circles, spine circles, get up and do 10, 10 squats. You know, get all the way to the ground and stand up. These little things. So so back to to your question, I would say even just getting up five times throughout the day mm -hmm. and do 10 controlled squats and focus on your breath, you know, up and down. And if you do that five times throughout the day over the course of a week, a month, a year, that's gonna add up to a lot of squats and your squats probably gonna get easier and it's gonna become, uh, you know, you're burning calories, you're moving blood, right? There's a, a lot of positive effects of doing that. Burning calories, that is probably one of my, one of my favorite things to hear. So I need to, be, uh, I need to be getting up a little bit more frequently from my own desk, even though I do a lot of steps during the course of a day and I spread it out. Um, it's, uh, it's actually good to hear you talking about, I mean, it, you know, it's funny. Um, I work out at Premier Fitness and, uh, and I get trained and I, I take some of those principles with me. Yet it doesn't occur to me during the course of a day 
uh, to get up from my desk, even though I have a stand-up sit-down desk, and sometimes I'm standing, um, it doesn't occur to me to get out from behind the desk and literally take, oh, it might take 30 seconds to do 10 squats, maybe. But I, I just don't play connect the dots that way. So actually hearing it and, and, and just having you put a fine point to it and, you know, literally, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like, okay, so do this and I can do that. That's, uh, that's, that's not a difficult thing for me to do at all. Um, when we come back, because unbelievably, even though I hate using that word because it's completely believable, so I'll just say remarkably, we are coming up against our next break. Uh, the show is just is flying by. We get to schedule the next time. It's, yeah, there's too much to talk about. <laughs> when we come back, um, we're going to uh, we're going to have Brandon tell us a little bit more about how quality movement impro- improves your health. Um, and this is something that uh, he and I can talk about together because um, while I'm not as adept a student as I could be, um, much of what Brandon teaches and, uh, and actually that I get from uh, one of his students who is my current trainer um, gives me ability to kind of interact. And that's something that we can, you know, we can talk about with listeners together and, and pass on um, his wisdom and my experience and, and make the two, I think, uh, really, really powerful. Uh, before we head into the break, though, it's something where I want my listeners to get a sense of where they can find you. Um, I know you guys have got to have a website, a Facebook presence, YouTube, which you – oh, actually, you didn't mention YouTube for you, um, but YouTube, Instagram. Give us some insight as to where people can find you anywhere, everywhere. Yeah, so Premier Fitness Systems is the, the name of my business, my gym. And we are www.premierfitnesssystems.com. So the website has everything. There's great resources. We actually recently started doing um, online coaching and training, which is really cool for us because we're able to help people all all over the world, not just here in in Arizona. Mm -hmm. Um, Facebook, Premier Fitness Systems, you'll find us there. Uh, YouTube, Premier Fitness Systems. Um, Instagram, we're there as well. My personal Instagram is uh, Brandon. Um, underscore PFS. Yeah, sure, yeah, you got, they, yeah, you got, got that, that right. right. So yeah, Brandon <laughs> underscore PFS. But I think the website is probably the best place because you'll find you'll find all those those resources. We have tons of videos with you know again really simple ways and, and advanced ways to to become a better mover and become healthier. That's great. Um, we're going to take a two minute break. I don't know about you. If you're driving, I don't want you to do this. But if you're in your office. Um, or you're at a control desk or something like we are, um, take the two minutes, get up, move around, and we'll see on the other side of the break. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com 
and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest this week, Brandon Harris, movement coach and expert and uh, wisdom maker. And, uh, well, he's a guy that I've looked to for uh, for help for a decade in improving my over health and well-being. And um, before the break, we talked about coming back and uh, talking a little bit more about how quality movement uh, can improve my health, your health, um, each of our health. So why don't we, why don't we touch on that and, uh, and see where that takes us down the path? Yeah, so, so I think the, you have to ask yourself, why do, you, why do you work out? And most people would tell you, health is a component, right? We, we all wanna look good and there's nothing wrong with that. So aesthetics are a part of working out for sure. But people would tell you health. So it's like, what, what makes somebody healthy, right? What is that? So then you kind of have to break down definitions. And so I think people, you know, become more fit. Well, what does that mean, right? To me, you can be fit, but that doesn't necessarily your, mean you're healthy. So you start to think about this, right? I've had the opportunity to work with really elite athletes that moved bad and that their <laughs> joints are not healthy. Uh-huh. So, so you got to start breaking these things down. So yeah. to be fit, let's, let's say fit is like how, how fast you can do something or you can climb a mountain, your heart is strong. Sure. So your, your fitness level, you could go, you know, you could hike camelback or you could run a marathon, you're fit. So you've got a strong heart, but your joints are not good. Your joints don't move well. So, so so if you want to be healthy and that's a component of why you work out, then I think you have to kind of back yourself up and say, well, how well do I move, right? So if you move well and you move well in a lot of different ways, that's going to have a, a big effect on your health. 
So again, we back up and we say, okay, well, how do you how do you increase your ability to move? Well, you <laughs> need to move a lot. You need to move in a lot of different ways, right? And you need to understand how to control your movement. So that's breath, that's tension, that's awareness. Um, all of those things play into that, right? So, so again, you, there are very fit people that are that are not healthy. There are very athletic people that are not, are not healthy. Maybe they're healthy to a certain degree. Like they would, their doctor would, you know, tell them, "Well, you're you're passing all these tests, but they're going to throw their shoulder out." Sure. Right. So you start to back that up, and and then you know, so so again, look at look at like a, a UFC athlete. Let's say their primary motive isn't health or they wouldn't be in the UFC, right? Or <laughs> yeah. even a baseball player. Like these, yeah. are, these are people making a lot of money to play a sport. They're a specialist. Health can't be their primary motive or they wouldn't throw a baseball, right? Throwing a baseball isn't, isn't really healthy for our shoulders. So, <laughs> so movement, movement health, movement intelligence to me is, is having a better understanding of what we need to do to be healthy on a bigger scale, right? I don't know yep. if that answers that, but, yeah. and so... So that, that again, like what do people do when they go to the gym? People want to be healthy, but I can tell you what most people do. I did this for years. You walk into the gym, you maybe warm up on the elliptical or the treadmill, and you go grab a couple weights and you do a couple arm circles and then you go to the bench press and you do that and you do some squats and yep. and the intention is there, but we don't have the right back backing or background to understand what we should be doing right so if your shoulder doesn't have good joint health then a, the bench press isn't probably what you need to do right off the bat what are you saying no <laughs> yeah so the guy that sits at the bench for an hour and does just bench and has a big chest probably doesn't have good movement capacity and movement health and maybe that's maybe that's what he wants right, right? like it's not wrong but if if he was to if i was to ask that person or hurt him or her you know, what are your goals? And they say, oh, you know, I want to be strong, I want to be fit, I want to be healthy. Then, right, then you have to start breaking those things down. There's probably other things that that person needs to do on top of the bench press to stay healthier, to stay fit, and to have good joint capacity in order to have movement capacity, right? Yep. Makes perfect sense. And I've seen, I mean, I've seen the evolution of my workouts over time um, where for you know for a, a pretty a pretty fair chunk of time it was oriented much the way you had said where it was um you know come in 10 minute warm-up and then you know we're doing circuits of machines and opposing muscle groups and you know not bad stuff um and certainly nothing nothing that was injurious um but it's something where i've watched um i've watched my routines change from being uh, weight-bearing oriented and uh, purely resistance-oriented to being um, and, and moving in one plane of, of activity to now, I mean, my, my coach Paige has me working in two or three different planes at the same time. And I mean, talk about the battle of the brain and the brawn. Um, it's it's something where I I, I laugh at myself um, because of uh, some of the challenges that I have in movement. But I also kind of laugh with myself when I achieve them because that's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And uh, and and I think that. Um, 
it's that kind of experience um, that shows me uh, that I'm, I'm getting some incremental benefit um, and, uh, and, and improved health. Um, tell me a little bit about, um, and this is way off the track, well, not really, but somewhat off the track, because we talked about, um, about movement and moving in different ways. Um, I remember a time not too long ago where it was either you or somebody on your staff was talking about somersaults and, and literally falling down. And I don't know if it was me or my wife who asked whoever it was about it. And, you know, and the answer, um, you know, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to give the answer for you. I'll just, you know, I'll, I'll prompt you a little bit and said, you know, you were saying, well, you know, when you were a kid, you know, this is what you did. So how about now? So talk a little bit about, uh, a little bit about, um, you know, the variety of movement and kind of returning back to our youth. Yeah, it's play, right? We, we play as kids and we move around, we move a lot. Like if you watch, watch a kid at a playground and watch how, how effortlessly they move around and they swing and they, they climb and they crawl. And you might like, like watch a, you know, five-year-old kid at the playground and how many, how many different movements they'll go through without thinking about it. They're not working out, right? They're not training. They're just moving, yeah. right? They're getting on, they're getting on the ground. They're standing up and they, they haven't built bad patterns yet because they're, they're kids, right? They haven't become specialists. They haven't had to sit at desks yet, right? They're just moving a lot. And I think if you never stop that, we would, we would be a lot healthier. Again, going back to that, right? If we mm-hmm. never stopped moving a lot, we would we wouldn't have sore backs and we wouldn't have sore hips and but i mean like our society is the way it is right so we we sit at desks we drive in cars those are all great things like i'm not you know i'm saying we should go be uh you know swing from trees and do that stuff but but you can see it so as kids and kids play then we get to we get to adulthood and it's like taboo to play um so the idea is is never stop playing you never leave the playground i know Somebody recently, I listened to a podcast, they talked about that. I don't remember who that was. I wish I could give them credit. But I think that's a really cool saying is don't leave the playground. Don't leave the playground. And I've experienced that that as an adult um, going to the park and relearning how to do cartwheels and, and, and relearning how to do somersaults. And, and it's, it's some really cool stuff. If, if you, you know, read into the brain and how the brain is involved in movement and how our brains probably develop because of the need to move. When you move a lot and you move with variety, it just does something to your physiology, even to your psychology. You f- you feel good. There's something about it. It's hard to explain, um, but moving moving a lot, moving with variety is definitely a very powerful thing. And learning something new, right? That's the other side. Is yeah. You know, you think about you think about how we keep our brain sharp, and when you struggle at something, especially a pattern. So a movement pattern, mm-hmm. like think like j- juggling and the, the value in learning something new is huge. And I know there's research because I've read it on brain function and Alzheimer's and things like that. When you keep yourself sharp and movement and play fits right into that because most of us, if we're not, if we're not actively seeking something like learning dance or martial arts or how much new movement are we picking up, right? And you go to the gym and you do the same Same thing thing over and over over again. again. So think about nutrition. We know that everybody would, would, would agree that poor nutrition leads to disease, right? 
and we need variety in our foods. Yep. Movement's this, the same way. So if you're doing the same thing over and over again, think of movement as a nut- nutrition. You need variety. You need, yeah. you need new stuff. You need to mix it up. Um, and that has a huge correlation into health and disease and all of those things. That's wild. You know what? I love the analogy between food and, uh, and nutrition and movement and nutrition. Yeah, so everybody knows the saying, you are what you eat. Yeah. Well, how about you are how you move? Like because it. your movement, yep. health, your movement intelligent has, intelligence has a direct correlation on how your bodies are shaped. So we're, we're in a constant state of turnover, right? Our cells are constantly being turned over. We're not the same person tomorrow that I am today because my cells are in this constant state of regeneration. Yeah. Um, and how you, how, how external factors, how the external factors that we uh, receive from gravity, from load, from force has an effect on how those cells turn over. So you think about when you get a massage, what is a massage therapist doing or what is a good uh, PT? They're, they're affecting tissue quality with body work. It's the same thing with movement. Yeah. So if you move well and you move with variety, your cells are going to get regenerated healthier as opposed to being in a constant state of kind of static and being locked down. Uh, another uh, example of that is you think think about somebody that all of a sudden you know they're 50 or 60 years old and they can't raise their arm over their head anymore. Yeah. Well, why is that? It's because they didn't raise their arm, right? They stopped <laughs> raising their arm. Yep. So the cells and the tissue gets locked down because the body's really good at conserving energy and doing what's like the most uh, energy efficient. So if you never raised your arm over your head for 20 years, eventually you're not going to be able to raise your arm over, the, over your head because, uh, because of those, those factors. So, so that's an interesting way of looking at movement. Like you said, as, as nutrition, movement nutrition, and if you move with a lot of variety and you move in a lot of different ways and you move a lot spread out, your health is going to have an uh, effect. Your health is going to be better. That you know what it's something where that that resonates so clearly with me, and I see it in my own in my own movement as as I increase the variety and I am pushed to try different things, and oftentimes you know my first response is, yeah, I can do that, and then I get into it and I realize it's like wow, I have seriously got to re-engage my brain um, to help me do this movement because. I'm not moving the muscles the way I thought I was going to be able to. And so, I mean, and that's an education in itself. When we come back from our, uh, from our break, which again, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wowed at, uh, at the speed with which we're moving through this show. Um, I want to get into, um, to you personally and professionally, um, the things that, that you love most about what it is you do and, um, and kind of the rules and, um, uh, yeah, the rules that you play by in your business and some of the things that you've learned in growing up. You come back with us in two minutes because we'll be here to talk before the end of the show. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. 
What if you could save 55% or more on your TV advertising? We're Higher Power Marketing, and we can probably save you at least 55% on your TV ad buys. Don't believe me? That's okay. Just go to hpowermarketing.com and see and hear real success stories from real clients. Then ask us to show you how we can save you money too. Go to hpowermarketing.com. That's hpowermarketing.com. Exceptional media for less. That's hpowermarketing.com. If you think half of your company's advertising is working, but you're not sure which half, we can help. We're Higher Power Marketing, and we help our clients identify which advertising works and which is wasting their money. And then we fix what's broken so they can get more bang from their advertising buck. If you're not sure which half of your advertising is working, call Higher Power Marketing for help at 800-300-9124. That's 800-300-9124. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're tuned in to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. Reach out to us with questions and comments at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect with Peter via email. The address is businessrules at hpowermarketing.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Business Rules with Peter Feinstein. My guest today, Brandon Harris, movement coach. And uh, he's been sharing the wisdom of his experience and his learning and imparting, I think, uh, great knowledge and insight into uh, improving our health through improved quality of movement. Um, and we've touched on so many different parts of, uh, of fitness. And I mean, we've, we've really crossed the barriers from physical to mental. Um, and so, I mean, that's all really good. Um, but you're sitting here in person as my guest and what I want is a little bit of insight on you and, and from you. And so um, give me a sense. I mean, and, and I know some of this already just from personal experience, but my listeners have no idea, um, you know, what is it that you love about your job? Yeah, there's, there's so much about it that I, that I love. But I, I think it's just helping people. It's, you know, it's, it's um, everybody wants to feel good. Right, we all want to feel good and be healthy, and I think most of us don't necessarily have the tools to to do that, or our uh, the way we look at it is is off, and that's understandable because again of our society and, and and what we see in magazines and TV and all of these things. So if you if you want to be healthy, you just you need to embrace moving more, and you, that might not give you a six pack. It's not going to, right? And you need to eat well and all these other things. But real, the simple, the simple principle of of moving more, moving a lot, move your spine, move your hips, move your shoulders, move your scapula, all of these simple things that, that maybe to some people sound foreign. So, you know, go to the YouTube channel, look at some videos <laughs> and you'll see because you really yep. do have to change uh, your dogma, if you will, how you see fitness. But it's helping somebody out of pain, some helping somebody feel better, um, you know, even helping somebody perform better. For me, it's, it's anybody that is willing to have an open mind and listen and embrace 
what we're teaching at Premier yep. is, is what I love. That's great. That is so cool. It's, um, you know, it's, it's funny. A real quick add-on to that, because I see it, um, I see it in, uh, in my work, not only from the things that you and I did together when, um, when you were my trainer, but now with Paige, um, who is my trainer, and she's going to be like, you talked about me on the air? Oh, my gosh. Um, there, is, there is some kind of psychic um, spark that happens when the trainer, you, transmit to me what it is you're suggesting that I do and I do it, I mean, it's something where it's like, you guys are as amped about it as I am. And I mean, you know, you and I would bump fists and Paige and I high five and talk trash and whatever else because she's like, I knew you could do it. Yeah. And, you know, and, and that's, I think that's what you're talking about in terms of um, loving that aspect of the job because that transmission of it and someone getting it is just just so powerful yeah that's really cool so that's that's kind of what you love um and i i don't mean for you to you know to name names because that isn't the point of the question is but i mean who is it or who are your favorite people to train is there is there a mindset or is there a body type or is there a willingness what's you know what what's made up with that yeah, it really is just the desire to, to get better. I mean, I've been pretty fortunate to to work with, like you said, when we started all different types of athletes. Sure. Um, from, you know, MLB, UFC, NFL, uh, PGA, we've had pretty much everybody in. Um, but it's it's also the the average Joes, it's the, the grandparents, it's, it's, it's anybody that's willing to be coached mm-hmm. um, and embrace growth. And that, that's a, that's to me is what matters. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's again, this, this paradigm that we're talking about movement is everything. So movement is your breathing movement is it's, it's, it's shifting that that's a, that's the, the most important thing to me is for people to get that you don't have to go to the gym and run on a treadmill to get to have positive effects. So that's the message is that, I mean, go to the gym. That's great. You know, do, do something, but embrace moving more because as humans we're meant to move um, but we don't because you know again we're, we're stuck at desk we do all these things that's okay but you can get a huge carryover into your health and to your functionality by just embracing moving more go to the playground watch watch kids play you know get on the ground crawl don't be worried about being viewed as the weirdo <laughs> you know that's an Edo Portal thing is be the weirdo which is is really cool is if you're you know, if you're at the gym doing what everybody else is doing, you're probably missing the big picture. You should be doing probably what everybody's not doing. And when I go to the gym during the weekend, if I don't go up to my facility, I'm I'm on the ground, I'm crawling, I'm rolling. People are looking at me like, who is this guy? <laughs> I'm okay with that now. And it, at one point in my life, I probably wasn't, but sure. now I am. It's be, be the weirdo quoting Ido Portal. And uh, you'll see a huge carryover into your health. I'm gonna start doing cartwheels at, yes. at, at at the gym and see see who looks up and goes, "What the?" Yeah, I mean, we'll you know, be okay with it there. Right? Hopefully, at our you know facility, it's is is becoming more normal. 
Uh, it actually is. Um, crab walking. Right. Oh, my gosh. There you go. Oh, my goodness. It's like, talk about a workout in 30 seconds. <clears throat> kind, of, uh, kind of hurtful and painful, but beautiful at the same time. So before we wrap up, because this show has, um, has been amazing in its speed and in all the stuff that we have packed into it and the quality of the stuff that we have packed into it. Um, I want to give you uh, another opportunity to uh, share with um, share with listeners where they can find you. Website, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Give us give us a parting shot, please. Yeah, Google Premier Fitness Systems, and you'll find our website www.premierfitnesssystems.com. Uh, Facebook Premier Fitness Systems, YouTube Premier Fitness Systems, Instagram Brandon underscore PFS. Um, I really, I, I, anybody that's interested in getting, uh, getting more direction and how to start, I'll personally respond to emails, uh, and can send some really cool videos to get you started. Um, we, we do, like I said, we do have online training and program design. We have an app that we've launched, we launched a few weeks ago or a few months ago, excuse me. And that's a really cool tool for us to help people give people more direction on where to start. So yeah, our website, premierfitnesssystem.com. I do a weekly newsletter where I where I give uh, exercise videos and, and movement videos and give tips. And that is also probably not a bad place to start. That's great. I have, um, I have so enjoyed our time together today. And uh, that has been just, uh, just a, a great, uh, a great meeting and a great conversation. And I think that there's enough for us to talk about that we'll have to do this again. That'd um, be fun. Yeah, I think so. In the meantime, I want to wish my listeners a great day. And we'll be back for another episode of Business Rules with Peter Feinstein next week. Take care. for tuning into Business Rules. Be sure to join Peter Feinstein for another enlightening program next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a winning week.